Jen Springer, and I am a Platinum with Young Living. I have been with the company since 2001. And you guys, a lot of you have heard my story, but I want to take a little bit different perspective on this. Because as you know, I was asking for, you know, God, the universe to send me something I would love and I wouldn't get sick of and I could help the world. But one of the things I don't talk about very often is I flatlined my business from 2004, 2005 to 2007. And what that means is you hit a certain rank and you don't grow and you get really stuck. And reflecting on that, I was thinking about that today and I was just on another conference call prior to this. And if I could talk to myself you know, from the wisdom today with a team that is rocking and breaking records every month to my stuck self in 2004 in the years prior to or post that, what would I say? And what, I, what advice I would give myself if I was speaking to my stuck self and I'd say, you know what the secret sauce is to growing your business? I would say, Jen, get some humility oil on because I think you, you know. I know you think you know everything. <laughs> I'd say talking to new people 80% of your time is what you need to be doing in your business. Even though you're a leader rank, you're gold, you need to talk to people 80% of the time and share to new people about your living. And 20% of your time is doing things to follow up and, you know, making, you know, class outlines or troubleshooting and putting out fires or whatever it is. And, you know, we get so, you know, too stuck when we can get to these ranks of silver and gold and beyond, it's, quote, leaders. And we think that at that time we just lead, you know. And, and leading, and what I thought leading was, was I envision a team of people that are right next to me, okay. Say, like, you, you visualize 100 people. And instead of standing in the front of those 100 people and, you know, running and leading forward, I turned around and was running backwards, and I was pulling everybody's hands. Come on, everybody. You, let's do it. You can do it. This is what you need to do, and this is what you need to do. So how fast can somebody go running backwards? But in 2010, when I started to rebuild, I realized I needed to get back build from the beginning, and I turned around, and either my leaders were going to come with me or they weren't, I started running forward, and guess what happened? Within a very short period of time, all of my leaders that I, quote, said were stuck, and we were all stuck together, they started moving, they started shaking, they started doing, because the best thing you, the best thing you can do to get your team going and to be on fire is to do the behaviors that you want them to do. They watch what you do. They don't listen to what you say. I guarantee that. So a couple secrets to building your business that I have found work so amazing is not telling them what to do, but the secret sauce is love your people, love on them, recognize them, encourage them, you know, find out what they want, what, what can you help them with, what do they need to get going. And that was a fine line, not enabling. I mean encouragement. Loving on them, oh my gosh, you just made star, you just made senior star. You give them those loves and affections and encouragement and always edifying them, edifying the company, edifying the team. And going from that space versus the space that I was in, talking to my 2004 self, was the stuck space of why isn't anybody doing anything? What's wrong with these people? Oh my gosh, they're all lazy. You know, I'm just making, I don't even know what my thoughts were back then, but I, that's just how, you know, position that we can take. My people, my people don't do this. My people don't do that. And usually when you say that, it's something you're not doing yourself. So I hope that makes sense. That's my little anecdotal thing for today. So let's talk about the specials for, t for this month. We have the 
big, big package for us this month. Last month's special was really good, but this one is also fantastic. We have the Citrus Fresh Purification and Lemon Oil with the 190 PV order. And then if your order is 250, you get the 25 bucks in essential reward bonus, and then 300 you get a bottle of Sulfurzyme. So it's an excellent promotion this month with some great summer oils and Sulfurzyme for, I love Sulfurzyme for allergies. I think I talked about that last week. And also love it for pain and stuff as well. So tonight is a Monday night call. I don't know, the last 45 minutes will end no later than 8 o'clock Central. Keep it too timely, and so we can all get back to our evenings. And if you're looking to uh, listen to any of the previous recordings, check out OurSimpleTraining.com. The, that's the URL, and it's all run together. OurSimpleTraining.com. You go to the Monday Night Call tab, and you'll see all the recorded calls there. And you can also get on the email list so you can know who's coming up and you get all the phone numbers and all that stuff. So there's all that. <clears throat> all right, let's get going with our guest for this evening. I am so honored and humbled to have her on the phone. And I did a Silver and Six call with her, God, a couple months ago, and I thought to myself, I need to have Shannon on my call because I really admire her. She has gone through the ringer with her own personal struggles with her health, and she's had family things happen, and she's, just, she's kept the course. And the woman is gold with what she says and how she acts as a leader and opens her love and her knowledge to everybody in Young Living. I feel that it's just so impressive. And honestly, Shannon, your openness with the Silver and Six is actually one of the reasons why this call is open to everybody because people have learned so much and your support of every team in the company, is, that's the reason why I chose to make this call open versus for my team only because the wisdom that is was I've gleaned from your calls and that everybody else has is lifted, I believe, is one of the main reasons why Silver and Six is such a successful program is your support for it. And I said, you know, we're going to open this call, our, my Monday night call for doing the same thing. And recently, was it April in 2014 is when you made your diamond rank, correct? Correct. I'm so proud of you. When you made Diamond and you put up that new header, it was just like, oh, man. You know, it's like you've got these all of us out here that are silently cheering for you, and sometimes we're voicing or cheering to you. But, you know, it's, there's nothing more rewarding to see people that you've seen over the years growing and teaching and open heart and encouraging everybody. And when they, like you, you make that rank, it's just wonderful. So I congratulate you on that. And thank you for coming on the call. I know you've you know, been doing your thing for the last couple of weeks with your family and celebrating and having a great time getting yourself, you know, all put together. And the next week we've got convention, you know, next in the next week. So thank you for taking the time to come on this call and share your wisdom. People better have their pens ready. That's all I have to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you for uh, the sweet words you said about Silver and Six. That is my baby. I just love that program and um, it is one of the things because that's kind of how we were brought in. We we went silver um, 90 days after we signed up and so being able to see that duplicate throughout the company has just been very exciting for me personally. Yes, and I, like I said, I fully believe that you were such a strong supporter of that and then creating the Silver and Six page with the Silver and Six calls, it's become the backbone, I think, of that and it's like I was looking at the stats last month in the Essential News and 
almost everybody, like eight out of ten people are sober six now. I mean, the whole, if we had said that a couple of years ago, people would be like, nah, that wouldn't happen. But look, it's just incredible to see all those people. And if you are on the line listening, congratulations to you because it's quite an achievement. It, it takes a lot of perseverance to do it and, and, and fortitude to get forward like that. Exactly. I, one of the things I love about that program, honestly, is because it, it sets a goal for them. Like when people first get started, they don't know where to go, what to do, and that silver and six is, okay, your first goal is let's get you to executive and on to silver because that momentum when they start quickly like that, it doesn't stop. That's why you see these silver and six winners going gold and then platinum and diamond and crown diamond because it just that momentum and excitement just carries you right through. Now, what fundamental skills, because you, I just, I love listening to you. There's a couple leaders that I just, like, I, I hang on every word. And, you know, Jehan Thomas is one of them. You're one of them. You know, my upline, you know, they're also the same. But I, I just love listening to what you have to say because it's like gold. You know, I was listening to the call that you did with Karen Malone today, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is pure gold. I'm like taking notes, you know, and I'm like trying to get ready for the call and stuff, and I'm like listening to you and Karen Malone, and, I, you know, Karen's a dynamo too as well, and I'm just like, oh, this is so fantastic. But, you know, what um, fundamental skills do you think that people have to, when they very first start, what do they need to master to get the ball rolling? Because, you know, people think they need to become experts in oils. Is that the way to go, or what's the best way to get Honestly, I, I think that's the wrong strategy. I honestly do. I think that makes it so much harder for people. I didn't know what any of the oils did or uh, no clue, honestly. Um, my first month, I, I signed up four people just at Play School Group, and all I knew is that the oils had been put on me. They worked really good. So I had got a raindrops kit and an everyday oil kit, and I legitimately, one day a week, it was on Thursdays, would put all 18 oils on somebody, hand them an application, and say, hey, when your oils come in, you keep rubbing them on, and you tell other people they need it. That was the end of because I didn't know. I didn't know what they did, but I knew I had the first girl was a, um, a little girl, seven years old, and she had warts all over her hands. We threw all 18 oils on our hands, and I said, you just keep rubbing them on, and when they fall off, you let me know, but you better tell other people. People don't know about it. I stood the application over. She got both things just like I did because that's all I knew. I did the same thing month, um, the next week. A friend of mine had migraine, same thing. I said, does your head still hurt? She says, it always hurts. And we put all 18 oils on our head. And it's not. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, no, and it honestly took me, I think it wasn't until my second month until I actually realized there was a peppermint in both kits. So I just legit, what, I threw on everybody. Go ahead. What 18 oils were you doing? Um, I had a raindrops kit, and I had an everyday oil kit. Oh, you cracked me up. And I just threw them on everybody. I handed them an application because I'm like, get your own stuff. I'm not, I'm not going to deliver it. I'm not going to give you a discount. You know, we were broke, and I think maybe that's a part of our perspective. We owned a cleaning company. I cleaned toilets. We made 11000 a year with four children. That was our income. We were below oh. poverty on every single. As a matter of fact, the two months before I got into Young Living, we were living in the campground. We had been there for eight months living out of the tent because we didn't have a home. We were homeless. In Michigan. In Michigan, and you know, the thing is, is if, if I could figure out a way to get what I needed, then I didn't take excuses from anybody else either. And I didn't have the time, you know, we cleaned toilets. I, my, I took my kids with me with their book bag, and they would do their school at the homes or at the offices I was cleaning because we homeschooled. So they would do that while I cleaned. So I, I didn't take excuses from me, and I'm certainly not going to deliver somebody else's products. So maybe some of that was why I was so, let's just get this done. If you want this stuff, you know, I had to tell people, because how do you not? 
But I didn't know the chemistry behind it. I didn't know the science. I just knew that this was something new and people didn't know and how do you not tell them. And so my first check was like 368. I signed up four people. I did the math real quick. I thought, well, I still, I'm addicted to the raindrop oils. Um, I had six fraction vertebrae, two above just bone calcification and bone spurs, so that helped a lot with the pain. And uh -huh. so I wanted to make sure I could keep that, and that's what I did. I just kept the exact same process. And when I got my second check, again, it was just one person every Thursday, so four people month one, four people month two. I got that $1,600 check, and that was a game changer for me. I said, oh, my gosh, I can either clean toilets or I can change lives. And I, <laughs> it took me 30 seconds, and I called up all the people that I had already signed up. So there was like eight of them at the time that I had personally signed up. And I said, this is what I'm going to choose to do. Do you want to partner with me? You know, is it something you're willing to do? And I talked to each of them, and I found two that said, oh, that would be, that would be kind of fun. That would be exciting. Like, great. We need to have three parties this week, three parties next week, and let's just do this. And I went with them, and I helped them. And so my third month, I went silver by helping those two achieve their goals. And um, the funny thing is, is two months later we went gold, but the leg that I had started with, one of them, completely dropped out because of, du uh, not Deterra, <laughs> because of Quackwatch. It scared her, oh, she God. dropped her whole group. Right, so I had to build a completely another, a different leg altogether to hit for gold. But I had set my goals, and I've always said I don't let somebody else dictate my goals. So how fast I want to grow, where I want to go, what I want to do is always up to me. So I can't say my people don't do this, my people don't do that. If I want it, it's my job, my responsibility to find what I want and make it happen. Mm -hmm. So you weren't the slick sales lady that joined Young Living with all these skills and you were like, you know, like some people think that we are just born this way, you know. <laughs> you know you, I was a toilet bowl cleaner. I didn't want, in the first week, actually the first two months, I wasn't, there was no intention of building a business. It was just, have common courtesy, come on. You know, somebody has an issue, it took away my stroke, I was blessed, turn it around. But once I realized I could actually legitimately support my family, $1,600, that was a game changer for us. That was like a income tax return. It's also part of the reason we push so quick. When we, um, we encourage our whole team that when you enroll a new person, your first job, job one, is to help them immediately, the first week they're in, find three new people to enroll themselves. So like mom, sister, brother, let's go talk to them right now. Because I want to equip them to be able to afford their order next month. And when you help three people get in and we sign them up with an essential oils kit, it's non-negotiable, and we sign them up with one of the essential words auto-ship kits. I like the lifestyle one. That's my favorite. So they get 239 points up front, and then they get three people underneath them. And then because our plan duplicates three, we do the same thing. Now, not every single person I sign up does, you know, 6, 7, 12, 15, but everyone I personally enroll will always get their first three. Because we do it right now, we don't wait for them to realize it's a business. We don't wait for them to think about it. We, you know, we encourage now. Now is the time to change a life. You know, it was so cool listening to you and Karen today talk about out and about prospecting. And I know it's an old call, but you know, it, for me, it was you know, we, listening to it. And you just said it right now. You don't wait for them. You, you you get people in the heat of the moment. You sign them up right there. You don't send them with materials to call you back next month. It's like boom. Right at the moment, you, you're, you're a call-to-action kind of person, and I believe that's why you have had the success you've had 
because you don't think around. You're not wishy-washy. It's like, boom, this is the way it is. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> exactly. Well, I have this theory that I, I share with people everywhere I go. You know, with what I, whatever I'm doing, I'm chit-chatting, I'm talking to people just in life. I'm a talker. Even before Young Living, I'm obviously, I like to talk to people. So I share all the time, and my intent is basically I chit-chat with 10 people a day and will somehow bring up Young Living, whether it's a drop of oil or a simple question. My favorite question is, what are you doing for your health right now? I think that's a great one. Or I like to do the one, you know, financially. Is this is this your dream job? Is this what you always wanted to do? You know, since people love to talk about themselves, and I'll do that ten times a day. And out of those ten, if I get two or three questions back from them, then I know this is somebody that's ready. If not, then I look at it that I just planted a seed for somebody else. And sometimes I plant a seed. Sometimes I'm the weed whacker. Um, you know, all the myths, all the things they believe, and I just kind of pull some weeds and I send them on their way. And sometimes you're pruning, but sometimes you get to harvest. And, and that feeling, I never feel like I'm wasting my time and I never feel like a failure. So I can talk to 10 people and nobody, nobody sets an appointment and I don't, don't do anything because I don't go that far. Because I know sometimes I'm just one of those pieces, so I don't mind doing it all the time. It doesn't make me feel bad. It doesn't make me feel, I just share. And sometimes I get the kit and the caboodle, you know? Mm. Wow, that's such gold. It really is gold because if you listen to this story, and there's people that are listening to this live or the recording. And, you know, who, if I could ask you all, raise your hands, who would be discouraged if they lost the whole leg to Quackwash? I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's discouraging. Or, or talking to 10 people a day. What if it was 10 days and nobody was in it? You, you know, you talk to 100 people in 10 days and nobody wanted your thing that you were talking about. That would be discouraging. But you just keep going. And if two to three want something more of what you're doing, you just, that's, that's how you do it. And it's rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Do it over and over exactly. and over. Exactly. You just let it flow. And I'll tell you, that whole ton of day, <laughs> we, we've we done that, like, throughout our group, huge amounts of people. But one of our ladies, one of my very dearest friends, was going to be losing her job. She knew she was. She had to do something about it. She said, Shannon, what can I do? I've got to. I have to be making two to $3,000 a month. I've got five kids. You know, I can't lose it all. And I said, well, 10 a day, try it, 10 a day consistently with the intent that I'm going to go silver in 90 days. You know, just put it in your head, 10 a day, silver in 90 days, silver in 90 days. And so I, I talked back and forth. I'm like, if, if I were in a rush, if I really wanted to do it hardcore, that's what I would do. I would do 10 a day, and I would probably use the missing link. Mind you, this was seven years ago. Now I would do it a little bit different, but she did. She went with the missing link. She ordered them, and she said, I promise, I guarantee you for the next 90 days I will do 10 a day except for Sundays. Great. Mm -hmm. now, in my in my world, a promise you make to yourself is a non-negotiable promise. You, you, if you tell yourself you're going to do something, you better do whatever it is. I mean, it's as simple as if you say you're going to pick up a stone and throw it out the window every day for 30 days, and you get home and you realize you didn't pick up the stone, you better put your shoes back on, go back outside, grab that stone, come up and throw it out the window because you told yourself you would. So my friend is going through this, and she does her for 30 days. 30 days, she goes out, not one appointment, not one person asks her a question. She's, hey, she's calling me up angry. Her first day, it took her like 12 and a half hours. She calls me up, I don't want to do this. I'm like, you promised, you said you would, you know, you got to stick to your promise. On her 31st day, she went out, she did her time. She still had, she's walking out of the store, she was at Walmart. She's walking out of the store, and she says, this lady, she looks like she's in a lot of pain. She's like, ugh. 
He's like, nope, Shannon said 11 don't count. It's only 10 a day. If I do 11, I don't have to still do 10 tomorrow. And she's, you know, throwing the temper tantrum. She circles the lady like four times, finally goes down there, gets oh. her CD. <laughs> she says to the lady, you know, you look like you're in a lot of pain. I, I know you don't know me, but listen to the CD. If something sparks an interest, give me a call. We might be able to help. And she walked away. She's leaving two aisles down the road. She sees this guy down the aisle, down in the frozen section. She sees this guy that has an oxygen tank. He's there with his son, and she's like, oh, I should get him the CD. She's like, no, no, it's 12. I'm not doing 12. It's late. She's you know, just got done with work, and she, again, circles the guy. Finally, she goes up to him, and she says, listen, I know you don't know me. I see you're on oxygen. I have no idea what's going on with you, but if you listen to the CD and it sparks an interest, give me a call. And she leaves. And both of those people called her the next day. Both of those people went sober two months later. And what? she just gets flown. To, and that is one of my platinum legs now. <laughs> I because, love it. You know, yeah, she did 300 CDs and nothing happened. Nothing. But it was that commitment and that promise. Because when you put the intention and you put the work behind it, magical things happen. Was it missing links, the old missing links? It was the old missing link. And honestly, oh. the, the, the one lady listened to it. The other oh. cup, the guy and the son, never listened to it. They just called her the next day. So it wasn't oh, necessarily the missing link. It's not the CD. That was just the tool. <laughs> yes, it's a tool. It's, it's, it's absolutely. A tool. It doesn't matter what you give them. It's a tool. But that is it's so funny. But yeah. how many people would be so discouraged after giving out 300 CDs right. that they throw in the towel? But all of a sudden, if you could have the, the crystal ball within, uh, what, a few months, she would have two silver legs? Right. 90 days, you said? Yeah. It, it, she did oh. it in 90 days. 90 days from start to finish, she was a gold of the old plan. They were silvers, and she now has a platinum under her organization. There's like four or five golds we have in that leg. It's just, it's amazing what the intention and the action will do no matter what. Uh -huh. You know, and garbage happens. Life happens. But it's what yeah. are you going to do? Are you going to let that garbage and that stuff happen and get in the way and keep you from your dreams and your goals? I, I hear people say all the time, well, you know, I'm just I'm afraid of success. And I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm afraid of failure, actually. I'm afraid of failure. And I don't believe that. I don't believe anybody's afraid of failure. I honestly, honestly, truly don't because most of us fail all the time. We're not afraid of that. Babies stand up, fall down, stand up, fall down. Failure is a part of life from the beginning. I think what people are afraid of is they're afraid of success. They're afraid of moving out of their comfort zone into something new that they've never done or accomplished. And if you try for it and you miss it, that hope, that desire, that, yay, I can do this, that's what you're afraid of. You think, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? What, what will people expect? What will they think? And just mm -hmm. pushing through it and realizing that you deserve it. You deserve it. And all the knowledge and all that stuff will come. It will come right behind it. You just have to put the action. And that doesn't mean, you know, you're, you're listening to the call right now and you're like, oh, I'm going to do that 10 a day thing, you know. i got to sit down. i got to make a plan. i got to, no, go tonight and do your time. <laughs> yes. You know, you're now. <laughs> Get in your car, go right now with the earbud in your ear, and listen to the rest of this call as you're driving to go meet people. <laughs> That's right. Do it now. There's no time like now. Yes. And that rule, it, it works, period. Can you, you can say everything backwards wrong, misspell yeah. everything. If you're talking to that amount of people, like you said, with that, um, you know, having that desire and having that passion, you're, it's going to happen. It just has to happen. 
It will. Even in the beginning, if all you literally do is grunt and point, hand it out, just put your hand down and go, here, people will take what you hand them. But it's not that <laughs> conversation. It's in that moment. The people that are interested and the people that I pray every time I walk out the door, Father God, bring to me the people that are looking. Open their ears, open their eyes, remove their blinders, and bring to me the people that you want in my organization. That's, that's what I want. I want to be able to talk yes. so clear. Everybody understands me. I don't sound like a hoity-toity. You know, I'm, I'm just Shannon. I'm Shannon all day long. It's who I am, and I'm okay with that. And those are the people that are drawn to me. So I don't worry about the people that want to sign up in somebody else's group. Praise God, because I don't want people in my group that don't want to be there. I'm only looking for the ones that want it. Yes. Well, you talked about, too, you know, when stuff happens. You've had some stuff happen, you know, in the last couple of years. It's been pretty, pretty hardcore challenging, I mean, like big stuff. How, how did you stay on track despite those big things happening? It was like, boom, one thing after another with your health and then your mom and, you know, stuff like that. Like, like what kept you going? And then instead of saying, oh, I'm just going to be fine here, platinum, and just collect the checks. They're pretty good. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, what kept you going? <laughs> Oh, that's so, it's such an interesting question because we built it to platinum really quick. And then um, my mom, who was the reason we got in, had cancer. And she decided she was tired of fighting. She had done really good. She built her team to gold. And she went to one, this is how important your mind is. She had built it to gold. Uh, the oncologist had said the cancer was completely gone in her body. She went to her pulmonaryologist, pulmonologist, sorry, and he looked at all of her stuff, and he said, yeah, Fran, this is as good as it's going to get. And what he meant was when my mom's cancer had moved throughout her body, it ate tons of holes, hundreds, literally, of holes Whoa. in her lungs. And when the cancer died really quickly, it left all of these holes. So she had a really hard time breathing as the nodules actually disintegrated because the tissue wasn't growing as fast as the nodules were. Um, she was not a candidate for lung transplant because she had had she was considered a non-compliant patient and she didn't do chemo and radiation. She went natural. So I still have a little bit of emotion to deal with on that one. But when we were at the pulmonologist and he said, Fran, this is as good as it's going to get, I was sitting there and I seen a look cross my mom's face and she said to my dad with tears in her eyes, I can't live like this. And she cried and I just thought it was the emotion of the moment. But my mom in less than five months passed away. Mm -hmm. And she died at home. She died completely with her family, no pain, you know, young living. She really got to do her bucket list. She really honestly did. It was a peaceful, good passing. But it was because she had decided it was time to go. And I had a very difficult time with that. I felt like I, had, I helped all these other people with health issues. I should have been able to save my mom. Now, I know we're not gods, and everybody has a time to die. I understand that. But emotionally, it hit me I, I can't describe what it did to me because I felt like it was my fault. And less than a year later, my dad had some chest pains. I freaked out because I just lost my mom. I told him, go to the hospital. Let's get the testing done. Let's see what's wrong. And while they were there, they accidentally killed my dad. And what? I didn't know that part. Oh, it was horrible. He went in just to have, he was having some chest pains. They did some tests on him, and his blood was perfectly fine, but they put him on standard operating procedure, which was a blood thinner, um, anticoagulant, and um, just, you know, the meds that they always put you on. And before they could do the test on him, my dad blood to death through his lungs, which didn't even have a problem because of the meds they gave him. 
And before my dad took one single drug in the hospital, in ER, he looked at me and he said, well, honey, what do you want me to do? Should I go ahead and take this stuff and get the test done? What should I do? And I said, Daddy, whatever they do to you here, we can fix it when you get home. Let's just get the test done. I want to make sure your heart's okay. I don't want to lose you. And my dad died. So I had the emotion of feeling like that was my fault, too, because I know in that moment, had I said, come on, Dad, let's go home, we'll go somewhere else, we'll blah, blah, blah. I know he wouldn't have taken them. Again, I know that we don't really control everything, and I am not a God, and God knows way better than I do, but the emotion of feeling like I had done that was traumatizing. Now, during that year and a half that I was going through that, um, I stopped building I stopped personally sponsoring people because I knew I couldn't take care of them. I'm very big. If you enroll somebody, if you sponsor and enroll them, you have an, a responsibility to help them succeed. And I knew I was not in that position. So I did a whole lot of referrals. And I would meet random people and I would, you know, refer them to other people in my group. I, I did a whole lot of that because I couldn't care for somebody. I was just so hurt. So when I started getting on my feet again, I started doing meetings and then I got hit by a car. I was crossing the parking lot, and an older gentleman waved me on to go, and he hit the gas, and he hit me, and I ended up in a wheelchair and found out I had MS. And this is where I say everything happens for a reason, and people look at all the different things that have happened to me, and I always tell people I am so blessed and highly favored. And he says, well, how can that even be possible? Well, I'll tell you the connection. After my dad passed away in the hospital, I wanted nothing to do with the medical community of any kind. I was very anti. But I was feeling very sick. I was very tired. I had no energy. And I just kept saying it was the, the sadness, the guilt, the depression. But because I got hit by a car, I ended up having to go to medical because you can't really sew your own legs back together. So I had no. cast and all that kind of stuff. You know, they're in the place. Sew it all up. And while we were there, the blood work was done, and I found out that not only was I, um, I had MS, but I also had uh, leukemia. And I praise God because the type of leukemia I have, I never would have known I had it. It would have definitely killed me. And it was diagnosed March of last year, so just a little over a year ago. And when I was diagnosed, I had a huge temper tantrum. I was just like, this isn't fair. I've gone through so much. Just like you said, you know, so many things so close together. It was just like every six months something huge would happen. And um, But had all those steps not happened, I never would have been diagnosed, and I wouldn't have known because the oils and the different things they were doing weren't geared specific to leukemia. And so I researched, and I started choosing what I was going to take, and I did go completely all natural, and I got my blood work back here five weeks ago, maybe a little bit more than that. But right now, I have zero signs of leukemia in my body whatsoever. There's no, the blood work looks perfectly perfect. My liver, my spleen, everything is back to the way it was. I have more energy than I've had in forever. The scarring from MS is almost completely gone. All of the lesions that are supposed to stay forever is almost completely gone. I had hundreds of them. And I'm out of my wheelchair. So it's been exciting, but that whole time I was on the phone, I would send um, emails to my team, and I was, you know, I never stepped completely out of it. I just stopped personally sponsoring. Now, mm -hmm. when I started feeling better, so one year after all of this took place, I decided that's it. I'm ready for Diamond. So this was in March. That's it. I'm ready for Diamond. And I talked to all of my key leaders. We had a big meeting. One of my ladies went platinum right there shortly thereafter. We started hitting gold and silver, start breaking off again, because the leader sets the speed for their team. They yes. do. And I started building and started signing up new people, and that was in March, and I went diamond in April. <laughs> that fast. The energy was waiting. 
was amazing, you know, and giving back everything. And I have more energy. I didn't even realize how sick I had been for so many years. And had all these steps not taken place, I wouldn't have known. So, you know, now I'm out of the wheelchair. I will probably still be in a stupid electric chair at convention because that building is huge. And um, I'm not willing to come home sick from convention. So I'll probably be rolling around in a wheelchair. But I feel so much better. And we've got such a huge organization going. And we just broke off another platinum this month. And, you oh, know, the good. whole team is just doing amazing things. So it's been exciting. But you just keeping that in front of you. I never, I never stopped being a part of my team. I still, it, and even though I was sick, I, I didn't try to fake anything. And I think that's one thing. We all have this expectation that we're in young living. We should be perfectly perfect. And I hear people say all the time, I haven't been to the doctor. I've been sick one day in 27 years. Well, great for you. I'm so happy. But that doesn't mean that we all came in that way. You know, I came in believing that Diet Coke and Ho-Ho was a health breakfast. <laughs> you know, so we all come from different, different places. And accepting people, everyone. Where you are today, I think, is one of the reasons why our group is just so happy and content. Because there's no judgment on anybody no matter where you are. And everybody was so supportive. And we still run, we run these huge events. We love having just, you know, everything we do is open to everybody in the universe. I don't care whose group you're in, all of our classes, all of our meetings. And I just got to see so many of my leaders just step up and just take over so many things. So we could still do all of the big meetings. And they still could come and be a part of it, but it wouldn't wear me out because they were there to just to do everything. It's just been really exciting seeing how much they have thrived in that time period. Well, and that's sometimes what happens when a leader has to step back and the other people step forward. It's just this, it's weird. It's a weird, cool, awesome thing. But sometimes when you're a strong leader and you just, you have to step back either for health reasons or personal reasons or whatever, but everybody comes in and fills the void, it's just like, wow, this is amazing. You know? <laughs> but I wanted, I did want to ask you about events. When you first started, because you are the master at events, like you are unbelievable with this, and I've heard you talk about this in the past. How, oh Shannon, how did you get the the ball rolling with these events? Because it was like, you know, you started and you all of a sudden I just remember hearing like what was happening because I was in Chicago. Like, what is all this going on in Detroit? And you were packing <laughs> these events. And, and mobilizing all of these people, how did you even begin to do that? <laughs> well, I think really it was just more time effective. When we, I again, remember, very, very busy woman. I'm working my butt off to, to be able to do anything. So it was more time effective. I had signed up four people month one, four people month two, and the people that I had signed up were signing up other people because that's exactly what we said to them. You have the common courtesy, you tell other people. And so I had people asking me questions, and I said, this isn't going to work. Why don't you guys all meet me Monday night? We'll meet over by the holiday, and I think it was, and we'll just all answer your questions there. Now, that was before I had the essential oil desk preference. I, 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 this was just like off the top of our head. And we did, so I did my first meeting. I think it was my sixth week in. We had a meeting, and we had like 20 of us there. And then I went to a meeting that corporate put on. They came to Detroit, and that was the year of abundance. And I got the little bottle of abundance oil. And But at that meeting, I found out about the book. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, this just makes it so much easier. So I called everybody. I said, we're going to get together Monday night. I've got some great information for you. And I opened up that book, and I read what it said about all of the everyday oils. Because remember, those were the only ones that I really knew. And I read it to him. I said, there you go. Use an oil. What have you done when you used peppermint? And it was a really quick. We were done in 45 minutes. And 
and people had questions, and I'm like, I've got to go. I've got the kids to take care of. Let's do this again next Monday. But everybody has to bring a friend or you can't be here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Straight> up. <laughs> so it's non-negotiable, bring a friend or don't come back. And um, just because I really i am passionate that other people need to know, this is don't be selfish. And I, I have always felt that way, don't be selfish to all other people. And so they all did. So we went from 20 in my second week to like 40 on my third week, and I think it was my ninth weekend right after we went sober. Um, we went ahead and did an all-day thing. There was someone in my upline that said he'll come teach some classes, come, you know, give us more info because we knew nothing. And I said, fantastic. I rented a hotel, and we thought we'd have around 70, and we had like 150 people at that oh. event. That was the first event that we did just like nine weeks after getting in. And we have done that consistently. And we really, all of our, everyone here in Michigan, not just my group, just everyone here in Michigan, we really all partner together. And we have this really huge rule. And it says, however a guest gets there, because our people will advertise in newspapers, they'll flyers, you know, wherever they go, they invite people, they give tickets to them, whether it's a big, huge event or a small weekly meeting. And um, however that person gets there, um, whatever flyer you used or however you advertised, you put a reference number, and the reference number is your member number. And so when that person comes to the door with whatever reference number they have, it's written down on a piece of paper, and they're signed up by somebody in the room. We go through all the words. We introduce them. We do all that stuff. And then we go to that sheet of all the guests, and we take, make sure that the reference number is put in the right thing. So everybody mm -hmm. partners together to sign up anybody, regardless of whether that person was there or not. And because of that, everybody feels free to advertise everywhere because nobody steals anybody's people, period. Like, our, our rule is so strict and so strong in that that if you are caught signing somebody up that you did not bring or send, you're not allowed to ever come to any meetings that we do ever. I love I mean, you. Just straight <laughs> up, it's just wrong. Or if you're caught trying to get somebody to switch legs or anything like this, it's not a first warning. It's a, you just can't come, I'm sorry. You mm. just flat out. And the thing is, is that everybody, even the people that aren't on our team, we all respect that throughout this whole area. So I can send somebody to a bad act meeting, which is two and a half hours away, and I know that I know that I know that when they go there, they will sign them up, they will love on them, they will treat them like their own team member. Like, we won't go out and do meetings one-on-one -on -one for them, but they can come to anything we do, and we will treat them just like our own people. And mm. I think that is part of what has really built such a strong teamwork. And there's no bickering, there's no fighting. Our teams all get along amazing. Yes, and that's a great culture to have. That's, I have a culture like that as well, and I don't have troubleshooting. I don't have problems like that at all. And it's again, like you said, the leader sets the stage of that, and and that is such a, a wonderful message because there's so many people out there. Why do we need to be hawking people's people? I mean, really? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. There's billions and billions. I don't have to compete with another company. I don't have to compete with another person. If somebody wants to be in another company, well, praise God, because you're not supposed to be here anyways. The timing when it's right works perfect. If it doesn't work mm. perfect, you weren't supposed to be here anyways. And, you know, we had a, our November event, we had 900 people there. Oh. People. There's like 140 people that signed up. That's phenomenal. That's just, it's exciting to see that kind of momentum. And it was tons of teams of people doing it. That's what it's supposed to be like everywhere. I love that. I love that. It's just such a, like I said, that's why you're here, because you're the a role model that, you know, if we create this culture, there, you know, people get concerned about, you know, cross-recruiting or whatever like that, or people have concerns like, oh, I'm in a small, medium, you know, you're in a, 
medium big city, you know, it's not like Chicago or LA, but it's like, oh, you know, there's only so many people to talk to, and, um, you know, I, you kind of like are trying to like command the whole city, but it's like, you know, it, this is not the way it is, and with our company, we do have that type of culture, I think, for yep. the most part, and it's a really be- beautiful and unique thing, and, you know, really I commend is. you for doing that modeling, that behavior. Um, so quick, funny, fun question. So when you leave the house, what are three things that you always have with you, no matter what? No matter what always, always. Yeah. I have deep belief. I have my peppermint, and I have my um, essential oil pocket reference guide and a application. Always, <laughs> always. Because if you're leaving the house without applications, I mean, and now if you let me have one extra, it would be a catalog. Because we have come up with an excellent program where we're able to introduce people to the whole Young Living story, who Gary and Mary are, how you use the oils, and the basic essential oil kit with the essential oil dealership. We can do it in 10 to 15 minutes, and it's all using the catalogs that Young Living puts out for us. And it's so simplified that, seriously, I can sit, I've done it, where I sit down with somebody in the airport because they smell me, I pull out my catalog, I go through the catalog in order, because the first page it's talking about Gary and Mary, and you can read it, so you don't have to memorize it. Gary and Mary, then the next page you're going to talk about um, how you can inhale them, how you put them on topically, you know, the, the three ways that you can use these and that we can take them internally. And from that, we go to the seed to seal. That's why we can take ours internal. Then you turn the next page, and it's talking about we're all over the world, and then it talks about our farm, but it goes right into the kit. It's perfect. And the beauty of the system is what, after I sign the person up, because I, I do that 15-minute thing, I'm like, how exciting, and I go over the different oils that are highlighted in the catalog, so I don't even pull out the other books. I pull out the application at the back of catalog, I hand it to them, and you can do this without having an oil out. Hand it to them, they fill out the application, and then I hand them three more applications and the catalog with all the stuff highlighted. So the stuff I said to them, I highlighted, and I say, listen, we've got this awesome program where if you will help three other people be able to get their oils, you can get your kit paid for. And I hand them the three. I hand them the catalog. And I go, what? I can get my paper? How exciting. I love the oils. And they will duplicate the same thing. I, by the time I land the plane, this has happened three times now, by the time I land, wherever I'm going, that same person has already talked to a sister, a cousin, a brother, an aunt, or somebody else on the plane, given them an application, done the same thing. <laughs> With the catalog. So you give so, them a catalog plus four applications, one for them and three for three people. Exactly. Yep. And you just because it goes from front page, they can read it. They don't have to remember any of it. Now, typically, Mm -hmm. I do use the oils. I've only had to do it twice. With um, I just had the peppermint and deeper leaf. So when I got to peppermint, I let them breathe that, let them do it. But other than that, we highlight what it says about frankincense. It's all slimic scents, and it's just it's just a sweet little thing. They don't have to know any of the other stuff. It's been phenomenal because they'll turn around. The one lady signed up for three before the end of the second day. Has signed up for three people. Mm. That's implication awesome. right there. Right there. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yep. Yes. That yep. is serious duplication right there. That is probably the most – I personally love – I only buy two brochures, the Everyday Essentials and then this, that catalog. I don't buy anything else. But the catalog for the price, it's like they need to know that they have more than just oil products. That's how I look exactly. at it. Exactly. Yep. Well, that's why when we get to the page where it shows the kit, so I say, this is my favorite kit, and I typically have my hand covering the other two kits, and I'm pointing at the good, the premium kit. And I say, and remember we talked about inhalation. This is giving your, you your diffuser for free. You're getting 11 oils. And then I 
switch the page. So I flip to the very next page, and that is all of the essential rewards kits we have. And I say, now you get to choose any of these that you want. So I'm introducing them right now to nutrients. Any of these that you want, this is my favorite. In the top left-hand corner is the one that has two bottles of Minturad. It has your Life 5. It has sleek essence and longevity. So it gets them taking the oils internally. It gets them their Ninja Rod. I get to really start that. And I say, but you can pick any of these kits on the page. Which one would you like to start with? So I didn't ask them which kit. I said, which essential rewards do you want to start with? There are 139. You can grab any of them that you want. And 100%. 100 for, oh, I think I had two people get the, um, the one that has the thieves cleaner in it as well. So, but almost all my people always pick the kit that I talked about because they know nothing. And they automatically get the premium kit because that's a gimme. If you're picking your essential rewards, you're already getting your everyday oils that you use every day three times a day. So when you initially bring them into, when you introduce them to essential rewards, how do you make that, you turn the page, you've got that transition, but what, how do you facilitate them discovering they need to do that? You know, it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> oh, by the way, sign up and do this every month. You know, I, I know you have. I never use your training. <laughs> I never use the word sign up ever, ever, ever. Exactly. It's like completely removed from my vocabulary. So here we are. I showed them the oils. They smelled a couple oils. We talked about the 10 they get. When you get to the end of the magazine, and you because what I do is I flip through the catalog to each of the oils that are in the FDLO kit. And each of those are highlighted. The first ones are highlighted in yellow. Then all the blends are highlighted in green. So I can explain that technically when I go back to the oil kit, I say, actually, when you look at this, you're not just getting 11 oils. You're actually working with over 30 different essential oils when you combine the blend. Isn't that exciting? Because that's a yes answer. That's exciting. They say yes. I flip the page. I say, now this is even more exciting because this is now we're going to go internal. And this right here is my favorite. Now, you get to pick anything on this page that you would like. But this one right here, this is miniature rod. This is feeding your body from the core. No matter how bad your digestive system is right now, and we all know it's bad, right? Which is another yes answer. They nod. No matter how bad your digestion is, and it's your red's going to start absorbing. And then it's got your life vibe. That's like, you know, everyone's trying to get you to use the yogurt because it's that good flora. This is that on steroids. This is like multiple, multiple um, uh, uh, <laughs> good uh, flora in your belly. And then how I talked about taking it internal, because I always tell people I took, when I was first diagnosed with cancer, I started taking a bottle a day of the frankincense. So I always tell them, you know, I took it internal. That's how safe it is. Young living is different. And our longevity has the frankincense in a capsule already for you. So the concern of cancer, you're already getting that frankincense taken in a capsule. And then this sleek essence you're going to pour in your water and drink every day helps metabolize that. It's also, remember I told you I took citrus. And so I just transitioned. So, but you can get any of these kits that you would like. Which one are you interested in? And like I said, 90%, I think I've had two people go for the thieves. They asked me about the cleaners. But they always, oh, I'll start with that one. That sounds great. Oh, I'm so excited. Here, start filling this out. And that's exactly, oh. that is my, the whole thing. So I'm not teaching any chemistry. I'm seriously start to finish. I'm done in under 25 minutes. And that's with them already having an intention to tell three other people so they can get their free stuff. I've also invited yes. them to a meeting that we have coming up so they can continue to learn more. The catalog has a lot of info. They can look through there, see all the stuff we have. And if they want more, more education, come to We have classes all over the time. We've got conference calls. We've got, it's available, but not everybody wants it. Some people just want to stay ignorant and keep drinking their Diet Coke and rubbing their oils, and they have that right. So we let them. <laughs> 
I know. That one day, when they, they normally do circle around, which, mm-hmm. is, I mean, it does happen. You know, don't ever get discouraged because people you people are surprising all the You get that call from that person you met five years ago on the plane, and they're like, okay, I'm ready now. <laughs> yep, yep. The leg that just oh. pushed us over to Diamond was exactly that. They signed up. They were actually the only people my mom and dad signed up all by themselves. And they had signed up with them, so it's been four years ago. And they called me. Um, I decided in March to get back to work. And they called me about five days after I decided to get back to work and start sponsoring people and told me of a tragedy and that they were ready to start building. They needed an income. And they went silver 90 days later. Wow. Oh, 80 days, 60 days later. The one girl went from executive to silver in one month. It can be done, for sure. There you yep. go. Yeah, it's very wow. exciting. So many aspire, you know, um, inspiring stories, and um, you know we're almost to our end. But I would love to ask you one last question to leave everybody with: Is what does leadership mean to you? I know it's a totally loaded question in the four-day seminar, but you know <laughs> what? You know, you know, especially to people that are listening. You know, we've got all ranks listening. You know, and they, and we always wonder what does leadership mean? You know, like what does it mean to lead? What does it mean to you? Right. Well, I know that in my opinion, and this is just the world according to Shannon, so I hope nobody takes offense, but leadership has nothing to do with rank. I, I know I know people that have high ranks that are, are not leaders. I know people that hit a certain rank and they go, I'm a leader, I'm going to sit here and babysit all my people and, and make this plan and do this plan. I think leaders, here, here's the best way to know. If you're a leader, you look behind you and there's people following you. If there's nobody following you, you're just going for a walk. A leader leads people to their next ranks. If you're if you're sitting at a high rank, if you're even sitting at gold and you don't have a lot of executives and people break it off at silver, you're not leading. You're just going by yourself. And I'm telling you, the trips, the conferences, the convention, that's what you do with people. And it's leaders upon leaders upon leaders. It's training people to duplicate something you're doing. I, I love the saying, it doesn't matter if it works. It matters if it's duplicatable. If what you're doing, your other people can't do, then you need to find a different way to do it. Because if they can't duplicate it, they cannot duplicate your rank. And I, I, my, my vision, my dream, I see myself with hundreds of diamonds and crown diamonds and royal crown diamonds. I, the people on my team that are building, I can see them already crossing stages of crown diamonds. Mm-hmm. I, that's what a leader does. A leader takes people with them on the journey. I remember the first trip, um, we won a tr- uh, cruise right after we got into the unloading. There was a contest going on, and we wanted this a side effect of doing everything as quick as we did. And we were like, I don't know. We, we went by ourselves, though. It was just Brian and I. And I remember us sitting on the deck the third night. We're under the sun, under the moon, and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. This is fantastic. And we're making our plans for our next, what we want to do, you know, because I'm a very goal-oriented person. This is what's got to get done. Let's make a list. Let's make a plan. And he and I said, you know what, this is awesome. But I never want to come on another trip like this without our friends, without our people, without our leaders. And we committed on that deck after being in for six months. We said we're bringing ten people back with us next. And that's not husband and wife. That's ten leaders, ten people. And that's what we did. We had 11 people with us on the next incentive trip. And we've had multiple people on every incentive trip that's ever happened in Young Living since we've been in. I remember when you got that first trip. It was a big deal. Because really <laughs> nobody went silver quick like that. And I love, I love that, you know, because honestly, when we went to Silver Club, it was four months, four months after we got in. Um, we had, I know we might have actually hit gold. I don't remember, but it was right after we got in. And I remember 
freaking out. I met somebody in the lobby right after we got there, and he said, you know, how, how long have you been in? Just chit-chat. And I said, well, we got in like four months ago. And he flipped out. And he's like, what? This guy, and he's calling other people over to ask me questions because it didn't happen back then. It used to take a long time. And I didn't know uh -huh. that. And I remember sneaking away, getting in the elevator, and I told my husband I was bawling. I said, we're not supposed to be here. We weren't supposed to be here. we we got to go. These people know stuff I don't know. They're talking about this stuff. I don't even know. We're not supposed to be here. And my husband getting upset, angry. He's like, after all you went through, you are going back down to that reception. You are going to that room. <laughs> because I felt so out of place because it was so unheard of. But that's the beauty. I mean, when you look at any any a race, they used to be able to run a mile, and it took a long time. And as soon as one person broke what the world record was at the time, other people just started flying. And I think mm -hmm. that's the same thing. There was this preconceived idea that it was supposed to take, that you had to go through and you had to learn all these things and you had to become a licensed, certified something before you could ever start building and sharing. And I want you to know, to this day, I do not have one certification of any kind. I'm not even raindrop certified because I did that with intent. I wanted to be able to tell people, I went diamond is an MOM. That's the only niche behind my name as a mom. And if I could do it, overweight, in a wheelchair, hairy, with all the stuff that happened to me, every single person out there, you can go diamond. You can go further than that. You can go faster. You can do it in a matter of months. There's nothing holding anybody back. Everybody can do it. Yes. I applaud you and thank you. That is that last part was really gold. I hope people people probably have like ten pages of notes. I have two pages by taking notes even here <laughs> listening to you. So I can't imagine what people got from you on this call. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, let everybody say good night to you. Thank you so much for being here with us and sharing all this uh, amazing knowledge and gold nuggets and information. And like I said, I, I learned something every time I talk to you, and I, I've got. You're gonna, I'm going to be doing the catalog thing. I do teach some classes in catalogs, but I'm going to have them just, if you might find one and be like, wait, this is one of mine. You'll see my sticker on the back. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, let me tell everyone you're more than welcome. My website is Shannon Hudson, S-H-A-N-N-O-N-H-U-D-S-O-N. YL for Young Living, so ShannonHudsonYL.com, and everybody is welcome to go there. Um, we've got tons of handouts from classes. We've got audio, business, and health, and everything that we have is open to everybody. You can download it. You can share it. You can take the handout, put your name, put your information, put your member number, change it, tweak it, do whatever you want. Um, it, it's for everybody because the message is Young Living Essential Oils in every home in the world, and it doesn't matter who carries the message. Yes, and you, the, listening to the calls, um, your, a whole big group of your SI6 calls are on there, and people can listen to those, and you've got other trainings and tidbits, and it's just a, a fantastic wealth of information on your site. So I appreciate you sharing that because it's, but you also have the Silver and Six page on Facebook where people yes. can stay connected with what's coming live. So, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited even to go back and start listening to even more. But I think that the next one I was going to listen to was um, – I think it was going to be Charnel's because I, I thought it was I'm like, oh, this would be fun, and that's the one that's right there next. But all right, let me open the call. Enough rambling. I always promise people we're going to be done right at the top of the hour. So let me open up so we can say good night to you. Hang on. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
Thanks, Shannon. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. 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 Good